Yo, it's your girl from the world. Welcome to another episode of People of the World series, where I sit down with international folks from all over the world and talk about intercultural, international, and linguistically minded stuff. This time I sit down with Mariam from Egypt. Now, I don't know about you, but I have never spoken with someone from Egypt about culture shock, about perception of American conversational styles, and what it's like to live abroad in other countries. Uh, so this is a really juicy and interesting conversation, and Mariam is such a joy. Plus, I get to learn some Egyptian-style Arabic. Tune in, maybe you'll relate and learn something new. Have fun. Hello peeps and welcome to another interview with international peeps around the world. Today I have a special guest with me and her name is... Uh, Mariam. Mariam, where are you from? Uh, originally from Egypt. Cairo, Egypt. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, thank you for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate yeah. that. We're here together at Favela Brazilian Cafe in Portland, Oregon, where I usually try to record because it's really cute and we get to have some nice drinks and support the local community of international coffee shop owners. To be honest, it's a very cozy place, friendly. The owners are friendly. Yeah, I like it so much, and they have a, a lot of artistic uh, flavors around the place, so yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love all the arts and colors here. It's very inspiring. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to just kind of go to a beach and hang out on an island. By the <laughs> way, it's so hot today. What do you do on hot days like this, Mariam? A drink of load of water, so keep yourself hydrated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the way that you and I know each other is from PCC. How did you find out about PCC classes? Uh, maybe the brochures, uh, they are coming to our regular mail. Uh, okay. I used to know... Uh, however, you, uh, sorry, uh, you're staying in the United States, so you're getting uh, all the time the mail the re- from the regular mail about the community colleges, the brochures from the community college around you. So, uh, you know, uh, I got it and I looked up the uh, the summer classes and I found the English, conver- English conversation and I, I thought it's a good opportunity to... Yeah to practice with other with other people. And what made you sign up for a communicative class? Have you been doing, um, how long have you been in the United States? I'm um, uh, on and off for five years. So yeah, I'm back and forth. So yeah, let's say five years. Okay, mm-hmm. and have you been um, speaking a lot of English? Uh, I'm in both communities, the Egyptian and the American, mm. and uh, the Egyptian they born here, so I'm trying as much as I can to practice my language, and this is very important, so I'm encouraging everybody um, to, to speak and to create conversations. And don't don't you know don't stress if it's right or wrong. Just speak and and listen. So when you're listening, you can catch the right ones. So yeah. Yeah. So would you say that it was hard to find people to speak with? 
normal. Yeah, that people is everywhere, even in the in the supermarket. Right. You can create conversation in the supermarket. Oh, even. do you do that? What do you of What do you course. say to the cashier? <laughs> Not only the cashier. There is a lot of people in the supermarket here. They are friendly and they want to make any conversation, even for the product you, that you are that that in, on the shelf. So yeah, you can create. <laughs> As yeah. much as you can from the conversations, so anything pop in your mind, you can share it. If somebody smile, they, they are in the culture here, they are smiling to each other, mm -hmm. and even for saying hi and say hello, this is this is very good to to break it to to break the ice and right. start to talk. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So would you say that it's different where you grew up? It doesn't. Okay, and as with podcasting and tech issues, you know, we run into those things. Sorry for the interruption there. No you were problem. saying, we have the first part, but you were saying at the, uh, at the grocery store, you mm -hmm. usually have like an easier time talking with people than let's say maybe at a grocery store in Egypt? No, in a grocery store in Egypt, it's different. Uh, uh, we are very friendly uh, people and everybody knows the Egyptians they are talking everywhere and friendly and the, we're doing all this but with the strangers we can't do this very often very often so uh, here you can smile to everyone doesn't mean anything there it has another meaning uh, so yeah we just there it has another meaning so yeah. it could be misunderstood yes so mm. as flirting mean, or as flirting yes. oh wow there okay. is flirting yeah, yeah. especially between uh, two different genders so, sure yeah. sure sure of course there is there is different uh -huh. but here is it doesn't mean anything it's just uh, open body language yeah it's open yeah. body language and you can share even the thoughts about the products you're seeing both of you so yeah it's it's easier yeah you know, you don't take it don't take it yeah and you're like oh these bananas look so ripe right and like you say that to another customer like these grapes look so good or yeah. oh wow these strawberries look a little bit sad oh it, this right? just comes from uh, Brazil for example yeah this yeah. comes from Mexico so you can just say yeah. that to somebody at the grocery yeah. store yeah and this is create a very short conversation and you can practice a very little English before you go home yeah nice it. so you would encourage students to yes of to, course to try the smiling for example of course yes yeah because this a lot is of part of the culture here mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. And it's very friendly. It's give a very impact to the person in front of you and to you as yourself as well. So yeah. this Makes is kind of kind the kindness here. Gotcha. So, yeah. In Portland, anyways, right? It might be yeah. a little bit different. Depends on where we are in the states. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me uh, let me ask you. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about yourself, just so the audience knows. Like whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna say. You grew up in Cairo. Yeah, I grew up in Cairo and I moved uh, to States and I moved again to another uh, country which is different, culture different, uh, different from everything. I got married there and then I brought Is there a country name or is it this a secret country? It's a secret. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. No problem. Uh, it's a very nice country, by the way. But it's a secret. It's a secret. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Sometimes we have secrets. This is a this is a podcast, and so you don't have to tell us all your secrets. No problem. It is public. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then I uh, came back. I came back here and uh, with my small family, and we are living here for good. So yeah. And this is first. Um, Oh, I used to work in the theater field. I love art. This is my life inside art, inside the art field. Yeah. Um, I'm drawing as if it's my hobby. So, um, what do you draw? Uh, mainly abstract. <laughs> okay. Um, learning uh, different techniques. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I love colors. Uh, also, I love theater. I love. Uh, I used to work as a set designer. So okay. Yeah. Wow. In this field, and now I'm raising my kids, and I'm trying to return back to my yes, field. Yes, a big yeah. job. Yes, your mother. Yeah, How I have two kids? kids, two young kids. So How yeah, old are they? They need. Uh, yeah, they need to pay attention. Give them. A lot of care right now. Yeah. yeah. As we are going from country to country, so. Yeah. Okay. Are you gonna be moving again soon? No, this is for good. So. Oh, you're yeah. here now mm -hmm. for good. Portland forever. Uh, yeah. Or uh, the United States anyway. Uh, United States anyway, <laughs> but it seems like Portland, Portland forever. <laughs> Have you traveled much in the United States? I've been in California before. And I stayed there like uh, three years. Oh wow! Yeah, I have a lot of memories. Southern in or northern? Uh, southern, but not very far. Southern. It's in the Orange County, mm. which is which has the similar atmosphere of Alexandria, the beloved the beloved city in Egypt. So most of the Egyptians they live in Orange County. Most of the Egyptians. Really? Yeah, we have because, a big community there. Oh wow! So. I had no idea. You know, Mariam, I used to live in Orange County for six years. Oh, I used yeah, that was I lived place, in Huntington right? Beach. I was working in Huntington Beach. Wow. <laughs> you know, in your break, you go to the beach and have yeah, some fun. I lived on the beach. Yeah. The apartment oh, was wow. like, yeah, it's crazy. Me and my brother. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very nice place, isn't it? Um, I think so. Uh, I think it was at first for me because I was coming from Tennessee. Okay. And that's a very different state and very different from Europe because, as you know, I'm from Europe, so mm -hmm. I measure everything by... European standards, okay, you know, and so Tennessee was very, very culturally different. Mm -hmm. And when I moved to California, I was happy to be there, mm -hmm. but I quickly realized that too many cars, too much traffic, almost too much perfect weather because yeah, okay. it was always sunny. Yeah, sunny, it's sunny, always sunny, sunny. sunny the I used to say year. sunny, or you know, when they say rain or shine, we're gonna have a yard sale, a garage uh -huh. sale, and sell some things. I used to say shine or shine because <laughs> it was never bad weather and so I got sick of it oh, really? to be honest like I wanted okay. some dramatic skies and some different weather it's for Egyptian this is our weather in Egypt mm -hmm. Uh, beside the beach, uh, the people coming from Alexandria, they will feel like they are in Alexandria. Wow, that's so fascinating. Yes, I so did not know that. in Egypt, we are living in this, it's a sunny on the entire year, so yeah, yeah. yeah so very similar. They are, well, hotter, yeah. it's hotter there, correct? Uh, in 
Egypt. In Egypt, in Cairo, harder. Okay, inside, yeah, in the, 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 the big city or the capital, yes. Uh, uh, Cairo is hotter than the California, but as I told you, it's Alexandria. It's the, the perfect comparison to California. The people there That's from so it, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow, so why did you leave uh, Orange County? OC, like we say, OC. Okay, I got married in another country, so and I returned back here. <laughs> in your secret country, okay. Love it, love it. Well, what is one thing that you loved about the secret country? A multicultural uh, environment. Oh man, Peaceful. I missed that. Peaceful place, <laughs> a luxurious place, a peaceful place. I told, uh, um, and um, what else? Uh, the tolerance between all cultures. Wow, I love yeah. that. Yeah, oh, I need, I we need are trying to do this unique, uh, this unique atmosphere, and and work, 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 work. Twenty-four hours work. Lots of work. Yes. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I'm, my podcasts are not really super structured because we don't know what will come up when we have a conversation. So, again, thank you for being here. Um, have you ever been on a podcast? Uh, not before. Yeah. No, this is my first time. So, I know that you've been speaking English for a long time, but anytime we go and we're performing... It's a little bit nerve-wracking, and we might feel a little nervous. Or, uh, how are we going to sound? You know, how will the English come out? How will my my ideas be perceived? We might go through all of that, but um, but I think ultimately, when the students listen to the podcast, what happens is they hear the the real, authentic conversation, and okay. it's not perfect, and it just happens in the moment and uh -huh. I think that's why the podcast is important is for people to say okay I can go do this uh -huh. it doesn't have to be a perfect interview I'm just having a conversation and sharing some important things that might help others yeah of course uh, as we did right now is uh, we just having the conversation of course I have a lot of uh, mistakes in the language the the pronunciation and everything but at least I can, uh, by time and by experience, I can ex explain more and um, I'm trying to correct myself, but I'm not distressing on this. I'm just distressing on to speak, to have, to, have the, the, to have the ideas coming through my mind very fast. And this is the problem for anybody's uh, learning another language, a new language, how to uh, translate what you are, what's in your mind, and to the other language. So it takes moments. It, sometimes it takes minutes from the from the, the beginners, and then takes moments. Then when you ask me any question, it came in my mind in the second language right away. So Amazing. yeah, be patient. And mm -hmm. language is about experience. It's about um, practicing, experience and practicing. So you need to. So we can't sit alone in our room and practice alone. No. It just can't be done, right? No, it has to it be done via Zoom because it's the pandemic or maybe you have to meet up with people. Yeah. Or just at the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah, any 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 method can you can speak 
with people any method yeah do you often start conversations with others yourself like you start them or do you wait for someone to to say something it's about personality uh-huh and uh, uh, let's say there's people they somebody they need somebody to poke them and those yeah. people they need they will be uh, very slow to find somebody to poke them Okay. So, poked. yeah, <laughs> you know the poke yeah. in the oh, Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. Poked. I was just thinking of that. The poking yeah. in Facebook. That's so, a strange feature. <laughs> if you are those kind of people, I'm encouraging you to poke the other people. Don't wait. Change this in your personality. I'm not saying this is bad. This is your personality, and you need to respect that, and you're fine with that. But poke and go. Poking is the only way. Don't afraid, and sometimes you feel some people they are they want to stop you. That's fine. Okay, stop the conversation and go, and you will find another people to talk with. Gotcha. Don't give up. Yeah. Don't, don't get discouraged. Up. Yes. Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, what was your life like for you for you in the past, in terms of English? How is it now? And what do you hope to do in the future? I mean, just in general, not just with English, but I think you told me a little bit about your past and and sort of what you where you are now it sounds like you are m- mainly raising your children mm-hmm. right and uh, taking care of your health and taking care of your family which is a huge job and so from from like way back in the day to now to into the future where do you see how do you see where do you see yourself going now what what are your plans especially as it relates to i guess living in the US so uh, do you mean uh, my plans or my goals here yeah okay so whether it's language goals or career goals is there something that you would really still like to do in your lifetime and maybe even here in the US or somewhere else okay oh as I told you so it's a moving for good in United States so I'm trying to think to return back to my career and the best the best thing about United in theater in in theater or a a field related to arts got it because here it's a wide range of careers you can start and change your career uh, whenever you want and it's a good opportunity for people that are coming here if you didn't find your career you can search of the community colleges here is a big big chance for people to to explore and discover new careers in the small scale and then they can continue their work in the universities or to take uh, certificates or whatever they want but that that's what I'm doing right now um, I need to continue for my academic English because I need to enhance it in order to uh, to restart uh, my career, I need to study again inside the college, whether for uh, refreshment classes in theater or um, I'll choose something similar to uh, to theater which or to art, maybe the interior design or something, I can take a few classes in interior design. Or, or I will continue the master degree in, in theater. So I see. Okay. Yeah. I have options. Good. Yeah, I have options. But if I need to continue studying in the master class, I need to start really hard in the academic English. So yeah. 
have you had any academic English classes? Uh, not right now, but there is an, I guess there is an evaluation for that here, so you can evaluate that and... You can take the TOEFL test? Uh, there is even something before the TOEFL test because the TOEFL test is really very hard. I've been through it, so okay. I'm not encouraging people to take it. If you're uh, not ready, if, if you can prepare for it, though. Yeah, uh -huh. they, get, they get upset or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, 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 the result will disappoint them or something. So, yeah, but just few classes before and be ready. And there is uh, certain classes for TOEFL because the, the test is really hard. The test is really serious so yeah, yeah I do teach TOEFL classes or workshops and IELTS too uh -huh. the yes. two test standardized exams to students on how to you know get better at passing those exams and they are very difficult I think it's a good idea that you work towards that that way you can get into any program because mm -hmm. a lot of times they might be required but that only can uh, might also depend on your status in the country so if you already know what your status is here and you're not an international student on an international student visa, oh, then okay. you may not that, that may not be required. It, it just, it depends, right? I would get that information. So it sounds like you're gonna pursue academia. Oh yeah, this Good. is my passion, so yeah. Um, I like the, the terminology pursue academia. So yeah, I like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well oftentimes, um, students will say, well, I'm currently chasing a degree. And that's not really what we say here, I guess. We use a different word. We say, I'm currently pursuing a degree. Okay. All right, so it's pursuing academia or pursuing a, another degree, a higher degree, master's degree. Okay, great. So would you say that there's a lot of art in where you're from, in Egypt? Did you grow up around art? How, how artistic are people there? Was your career and set design and theater something that was rather unique or was it quite common? Okay, I raised in a family uh, which we uh, which we are care about art very very well. So wow. my yeah, my father, he was an architect mm -hmm. and he graduated from the fine arts architect uh, major and my mom the same but in decor. So I raised in a family. I'm I'm seeing the architectural uh, plots, Interior, uh, outer plots everywhere. <laughs> My mom, all the hair drawings everywhere oh, wow. at home. Lot of exhibitions. Uh, uh, we were attending lots of places. She's traveling to to make the exhibitions, even for her students because she has a lot of students. She's in. Uh, yeah. Uh, she was uh, uh, coaching people for drawings and these classes and then I raised in this family and uh, then I graduated wow. yes and I graduated from theater art uh, decor design uh, so uh, do you have siblings yes I have one and is your sibling also an artist no, he's not, but he loves art. Okay. He loves art so Great. much, so wow. yeah. yeah. That's excellent. So I'm, I'm from this atmosphere, I want to continue in this atmosphere, so... Background, yeah. The, the background, mm -hmm. yeah. 
And do, we, do you, I mean, are people where you're from, where you grew up in your neighborhoods, like is there a lot of art? Is art at the forefront? For example, in Portland, art is at the forefront of all things you might have noticed, right? There's a lot of art in Portland. It depends like on the place. Okay. It depends on the place. I raised in, uh, uh, I raised in northern Egypt. Uh, it wasn't like this, and I moved for the from from northern Egypt to to Cairo, which is the capital, mm -hmm. the Egypt Opera House, the um, uh, a lot of theaters, mm -hmm. the cinema, and uh, by the way, Egypt is considered the Hollywood of the Middle East, the first cinema, which is. Uh, the cinema was in wow, 18. I'm gonna have to ask you for movie recommendations. From moving to from there? From Egypt. <laughs> from Egypt? Yes. What do you mean? I'm sorry. Any movie recommendations? Movies that movie. I need to see, like international movie. movies. I'm sorry, I heard it moving, so. Oh, okay, what? sorry. Movies, <laughs> yeah. Films, films. Films or movies? Mm -hmm. We have Southerns and Southerns, and wow, maybe amazing. for the Arabic speakers, they know the Egyptian movies yeah. very well. The Egyptian cinemas, we are the we have the the familiar, the famous uh, artist there, the actor and actress, and uh, whoever. We are very welcoming people. We loving everybody around us. So everybody from the other nationalities around us, the come to our country and they feel comfortable in the art field nice. and they started their career if they are in the art field yes so I'm seeing a lot of uh, Arabic nationalities around us they um, they've been there and they yeah. are famous also now and so let's actually transition from this this is good um, in talking about what Americans have in common with Egyptians <laughs> They love jokes. Ah, and Egyptians, humor. they have the sense of humor. They love jokes. Uh, they criticize themselves, the American, and they feel free to criticize themselves as this is something to improve jokes or improving or the sense of humor. The Egyptians did do the same. Ah. But somebody criticized them or make jokes about them. This is this is this is not a that. taboo a taboo yeah because we are very uh, you know <laughs> we're creating the opposite right away <laughs> ah okay so, so temper uh, temper meaning like uh, you know can can emotional no um, temper meaning like can be confrontational no it's not it's not a problem like this. Sensitive. No, no, no. We're trying not, to find some no. Okay. <laughs> As we, the, the people around us, they know that, that we have a, the, this high sensitive of humor, sense of humor. So okay. we create back the jokes. So it became against them instead oh. of against us. So, I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the American is the same. They create a lot, a lot of jokes. They criticize themselves. They uh, very uh, as I, the, the people I saw is very open heart and mm -hmm. acceptance. So yeah, mm -hmm. this is the common between two. Gotcha. Between so actually, genuine then could be the word we use, right? Genuine meaning like authentic and honest. Uh, Genuine, oh. as in maybe um, just Unique. real, real, real. Genuine means like real, real, or not fake. 
Um, okay, or, let's say that, yes, yes, of course. Right. Of course. So, that's, so basically what you see is what you get. It's not, you don't have to read between the lines. More direct. More direct, yes. Okay. Between both, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the Egyptians, they, they also, you can read them the first moment, uh, direct. Here is the same, but quite the same, not 100%. Yeah. People, they, they are different between culture to another. Sure, sure. But, but we also have just sometimes common, common things between them. It's yes. interesting that you say that because another student I interviewed mentioned that, you know, uh, what she admires about American culture is actually that people are unafraid to fail. Meaning that in her country, if you fail, there is, you know, more of a consequence for that. And not like a physical consequence, but rather an emotional consequence, societal consequence, like people are looking at you differently. So she said, here, I feel people are unafraid of failure. And she appreciated that because it, it allowed her, she said, to take more risks. Yeah, this is, this is correct. And the way we, uh, it's also depend on the way we raise our kids at home, from home to home. Yeah, if I speak about true, Egyptians, course. we are 108 million people, so I can't apply everything to every home from north to south, to south, south and east and west. Sure. So I consider every home has their own culture and how they raise their kids whether they, they raise their kids in the, the old fashion or the new fashion way. So, so there's also but, that. But she's right, the failure they, uh, there is, has a very bad impact to her life. But here is, there is a lot of opportunities for failure and success and you can take a lot of risks here. Right. But it would cost money. It would cost money. Might cost money. Yeah. A <laughs> lot of money. Do, right? Then there. <laughs> yeah. You're talking okay. about the US dollars. So. I know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and what do you find confusing, though, about Americans in comparison? Is there something you found confusing? I, I know that um, my girlfriend from Germany, she came to visit, and as soon as we arrived at the airport, she said, Wow, the cars are so big. And then we went to the supermarket and she said, wow, the Coke bottles are so big. The milk jugs are so big. Why is everything so big? What is going on with all these huge, huge bulk items? Is there something that you found confusing about American culture at first? Maybe that nowadays you learn to love or, <laughs> or maybe that still confuses you? Uh... Let's, let's talk about the first shock, like, uh... Oh, yeah, years shock. back, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the culture shock. Oh yeah. Uh, I came from a, uh, a city is very crowded. For me here, it's not crowded. Uh huh. Uh, people here they appreciate to wake up very early. We're not. Oh really? Very early. So six a.m. This is a standard here, or maybe five thirty to be on the freeway six, so that you can catch your work. There not the same maybe if I say okay I will woke up at 7:30 this is very early and when I say okay I will talk to you at night means in Egypt for example 10 p.m. 
here 10 p.m. is a red light. Uh, a, a red light. So I can talk to people after 7.30 or 8. So, yeah. <laughs> That's so interesting. Okay, yeah, so the so day starts later we can, later. we can stay till the very early morning, chatting, doing our stuff, working. There's some people, they choose to work uh, like the artist all their life in the night. So it's night like, base, not, so it's not a morning night, base. night owl culture. Night owl, you know that expression? Yeah. When you're someone night who stays owl. up at night. So <laughs> you're you not know. an early bird. Yeah, this you're is the first owl. shock. Okay, so I need to adjust my uh, my time, my, my clock. Wow. To be, to be a night, uh, to be a morning person, not a night person. Do you think it has something to do with climate? Uh. The climate would take 15 days. No, I mean climate, like uh, the, the, the heat. Oh, the heat. Are people staying up later at night because it's cooler? Could it that Maybe because the weather there is still cooler. It's, it's a cooler night, but we... No, maybe we, not. We love, we love to stay till the early morning. Wow, I did not the know that either. The lights everywhere in the country. Okay. So. Excellent. Yeah, here but it's over you know, after block. thirty. You know, but they, uh, right now they are trying to adjust the time, uh, the, 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 the the entire city to be closed at twelve. So this is a good start. Why is that? <laughs> they trying to adjust because they need more. They need the people to wake up early, very early to start their life. It's a very big benefits that you wake up early to enjoy the sun to enjoy the the day and you can so have the country is intentionally trying to change that yes 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 because people they like the night time most of the people right now they are working night time all age groups most of the age groups because I can remember now I'm sleeping at night like 10 p.m. or something when I was a kid and I was like rejecting that I need to stay more so uh, yeah but now I guess every everything's they are changing uh, they are changing the intentionally everything so yeah that is so fascinating mm -hmm. is there anything else that that came up for you and that is by the way a really great story thanks for sharing that i had no idea <laughs> you're welcome and um uh, what else is the the course yeah i there in cairo uh, i i couldn't drive my car because it's it's very crowded the transportation as i told you everywhere so when I go from the east to the west, north, south, so I can take the transportations. More efficient. Yeah, and actually I used to live in the middle of the, the, the downtown in Egypt, in Cairo. So I'm, I'm in the middle, so I can go anywhere. Uh, here uh, I experienced California. California, it's a very big distancing, so I need to have a car from the first month. So I had Did to... You did you learn how to drive in the United States or? No, I started in Egypt first okay. and I got the license there uh -huh. and I got the license from here as well. So yeah. I trained here because the freeways back then was different than right now. So yeah, uh, it, it was my first experience. Do you enjoy driving here? Uh, yes, of course. Love of course, it. no doubt. Did you have any problem with parallel parking? today or was it okay? No, I found, <laughs> I found one. <laughs>
Okay. Um, maybe because in the interest of time, and I know you, you're also on a schedule, um, I do want to ask a couple more questions. Uh -huh. I know that you experienced culture shock, and you already kind of talked about it in all these different ways, and one of them was, you know, uh, just the actual time, concept of time and concept of... So going back to time for a second, are Egyptians punctual? On time. There's a meeting, they show up on time. There's an appointment, they show up on time. The store opens at uh, 8, they open at 8. Are they punctual? Oh, <laughs> I don't want the offset about me, but no. Uh, we have the you're, flexibility you're the... of time. Okay. When you say that I'm coming in the at noon means 3 p.m. Okay, noon Love is it. 12. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. uh, as I raised, no, I'm respecting my time since I was in the college. Uh, uh, you know, I, I was blessed to join uh, certain professors that they are punctuated. The we will start on this time. If there is a minute late, they close the door. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I started oh, wow. that. I started, yeah. Sometimes I wish we had that here. Because <laughs> here in college, you just, you know, you do whatever you want because you're paying for it. Oh, really? This is a different experience, though, that I faced here. So I've been in the college. Here at the university, if you can't show up to class on time, you can't close the door. Oh, this is what I experienced here as well. They oh, closed really? the door. Here? Yes. Where was this? It's, I guess it, it was in California. I see. The same, but you know, okay. I learned this lesson from before from my professors in the university. So now. I didn't repeat the same mistake here, so yeah, I was on time. I evaluate the time, the minutes. In the third country, the minute cost money. The minute. The minute cost you money. So In the secret country? Yes. The minute cost you money, so you need to show up on time or five minutes earlier. And you enter on time. So you stand on in front of the door five minutes earlier and you enter on time. So, and here also in California, I, I experienced the value of time, the value of minutes. You lose the, the, the entire class because one minute late. Wow, I had no idea that it was something like that elsewhere here. Um, definitely uh, during my experience going to undergrad and graduate degree, um, the the colleges are pretty open, so it's like if you can make it to from to states class to on states, time. the 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 culture in the the attitude of people. I think different. every professor might also decide on their own. Even I think professors was well, the entire on department. To be honest, yeah. they they are uh, really they are punctuating time. So okay, okay. So tell us. Um, Right, so basically being on time is your thing, but in Egypt it may not be, we may yeah, not. We for may a lot of people, no. Yes, and I think um, that was one of the things that stood out to um, our students from Saudi Arabia that I worked with. Okay. Like we would have meetings to get together for a variety of things, whether it was an event or a coffee or whatever, you know, I had Saudi students hang out with me and talk about their academia and okay. I was a tutor and I was working with them one-on-one -on -one. Mm -hmm. 
And so they would show up late, like 30 minutes late to something. And I would just say, hey, uh, I'm gone already. Yeah. 30 minutes is not acceptable, right? So no, it was, for me, it I, was very I usually different. show up five minutes. Please show up five minutes earlier so that you yeah. can enjoy every moment and everything. Yeah. And this is the, this, really, this is the lesson. When you show up early, you're relaxed, everything relaxed. You take your time doing your stuff and you can focus. You start your mind to focus in your, uh, in your class or whatever, even in your meeting. Everything released and you can focus with the person you're sitting with. But I think we're can enjoy. just talking about the concept of actual time. So it's not so much that you know, I mean, yes, applied to academia, you're right. However, at the same token, people who are perceiving time as flexible and fluid, they might just not think about those things at all. Like for them, it's just, yeah, I'll be 10 minutes late, 15 minutes late, 20 minutes late, but I'm not late. In their mind, they're not late. Time is fluid. So I think there, there is, is a philosophy yeah. for the Egyptian, by the way. Uh-huh. Why they are showing up late? Because they think that they will finish fast and they are fast, to be honest. Yeah, the rhythm in Egypt is faster than here. So, time is uh, what is faster? Fatty. So, they can do this stuff faster. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. for example, I'm cooking today, I'm, I'm delaying everything till the last moment, and 10 minutes she's done. Ah, okay, so she's doing the things fast, fast. And this is a good skill. Working so, under pressure. Working under pressure and you're doing very fast. So, no, you do it on time, do it perfectly, you enjoy your time, do it fast, but finish it fast. No problem in that. Because a lot of the students there, we are facing the same problem. They are doing the stuff very fast. Okay, like I will postpone it to the last minute. I can do it very fast. And most of the students from our co- country, they do this. They do this. So, no, instead of doing this, take your time. You maybe you will learn something more. You will learn something different. In the future, if you're traveling, one minute really costs money. And it will cost you money. And um, you will lose a lot of things abroad if you didn't show up on time. So, this is my first lesson. Yeah. Yeah. In Germany, we have a saying, it says, Wer zu spät kommt, den straft das Leben. Which means, who comes late is punished by life. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, now let's look at um, three things that everyone needs to experience in Egypt. Go. Alexandria? Alexandria, yes. It's, uh, it's a very nice place. Uh, the hospitality. And uh, we have really good hospitality. Uh, for the hotels and you can compare it somebody from here and from Egypt uh, even in a third country the you know the vibe uh-huh. of the hospitality yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and generosity wow yeah generous so uh, when we eat we can share food anytime with anybody for example yeah I love that. Yeah, so uh, we love that. Wow, I'm not sure here is no, no, and everybody stays has their own place. Yes, but we love to do that. It's it's 
kind of the kindness mm -hmm. and the hospitality. Something else, the historical places. And we have uh, there an epic uh, places, to be honest. For example, one thing from my memory, when I ride my, the horse beside the, the, um, the pyramids, oh my God, it's an epic moment. Epic moment. Everybody need to the horse. Uh, that my yes. Sometimes you rent the horse from the stables there and oh, so you, you just ride go horse around, back riding, back riding around the place. It's a very okay. <laughs> the, the 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 pyramids itself it's epic, and the sphinx is beside the pyramids. The oh. historical places around, whether it's. Uh, um, uh, pharaohs or religious places, um, Muslims and Christian places, or the the, the pharaoh, pharaohs places around Egypt. So from the north to the south. So we have one third of the historical places there. So go see it and enjoy the hospitality of the hotels. They are really, they are trying to elevate you from the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now, yeah. I heard, you know, and this could be a myth, I heard from some travelers that sometimes, in specifically in big cities like Cairo, that people can be really pushy. Pushy, which uh, means like the, pushy to car, sell. To pushy to, to sell stuff, yeah. Okay, okay. I'll, I, I suggest to stay in groups mm -hmm. with your guide, mm -hmm. because the guide who knows how to speak the different language. Mm -hmm. When you know the different language, it's easier for for you and for them to communicate. And we know that because I wonder yeah. if that's just miscommunication. Maybe it's mis miscommunication, and uh, uh, I didn't face it before. Yeah, I've been yeah. in a lot of places, but I didn't face it before. Maybe because the communication, you need to stay with the guide because it's a different thing. A language. lot of big cities can yeah, find that it, though. In Cairo, you're talking about uh, a crowded place world all over. Place. One of the crowded city in the entire world. So stay with the groups or stay with the guide so that he can communicate better with the other people. So, so speaking of Arabic, I know that there are many different varieties of Arabic depending on what region of the world you're from and that Egyptian Arabic might sound a little different than Saudi Arabic, mm -hmm. correct? So maybe you can tell us, I have two last questions. It's what is one really hard to pronounce word for you in English, if you have one, if not, no worries. And another is to teach us some Arabic, a couple of, a couple of phrases or words, something you want me to, to know how to say. Um, that so I can struggle pronouncing it and, and also maybe I the audience can learn something in Arabic okay um, uh, as we know in Arabic there is no P and B and we have B only so mm -hmm. a lot of people from the Arabic uh, cultures they pronounce for example play as blay uh-huh so they are trying to add they need to work on the P the sound of P and B and, and something else is for me. <laughs> I'm struggling with the S with the TH. So, South, this is your, you know, it takes a moment from my mind to, to pronounce this word, exactly, especially this word. You did it great this time. How is it usually that you pronounce it? Uh, I messed up. I, both of them are S's or TH. So, Sous. <laughs> so, South. South. Gotcha. Like this. 
so it's really hard for my tongue but I'm I'm trying to work on this like something this is the same like south something and these two words is hard for me but I'm uh, uh, you know I code the the trick and I'm trying to work on them every time I'm pronouncing I stop for a moment and try to pronounce them right uh, for Egyptians, all the Arabic people, they know the, our slang because, as I told you, the cinema, the, the big cinema, the Hollywood of the Middle East is in Egypt, so yeah. everybody's watching the Egyptian uh, cinema or the movies. I still need a movie recommendation. We can talk about it later. But if you have like a favorite movie, like you know here, everybody knows Dirty Dancing. Ah, okay, I you love know, or, uh, uh, Adel Imam and everybody knows Adel Imam. He's this actor, and he's, he's famous. Wow, Adil Imam. Uh huh. And he's a comedian, comedy, uh -huh. comedy actor. And this guy is perfect. He's the amazing guy for me. He's very talented. He has a very big history, and all his movies like about jokes and the sense of humor for Nigerians. Oh, that's great. So I will. So oh my God, this I guy love has that. a very impact. For I our love humor, and I know Egyptians love humor. Yes. So what I will do is I will write it in the podcast. I will have you spell the name. And so I don't spell it. You will find on Netflix. Uh, mm -hmm. Movies for him, and it's translated into English Perfect. as well. So you're I good can't to wait. watch. <laughs> you don't understand. This is very exciting to me because I love international movies from all over the world. This guy really very fun, and he has a message uh, to the world. Yeah. So I was gonna go back to th. Mm -hmm. In Germany, the th is usually pronounced as a z, mm -hmm. so they'll say saus or sa z, 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 this, this, mm -hmm. and that. And so I think uh, for also my other students who speak Spanish, th is also an issue. But for you, it's not really the th that is voiced, but rather the silent one. It's the the th. Right where you blow air, where you put your tongue between your teeth and you blow air. So that's what you mean, I think, right? No, the combination between two letters when you put the s. But that's Beside in the, the beginning th. of the word. I'm sorry? That's in the beginning of the word. South. Yes, this is my problem. It's a personal problem. I, I'm not sure for the other people, but it's... Uh, yeah, I guess when you put the S with the TH at the end, like, like I told you, South and something, it's really thick from, my, from me moments to adjust the because you have the s the, the sound the sound is really too close for me Something. and the sound for the letters now oh. is too close because you put two kind of letters they sound too close to each other which is easier for us to pronounce it s and how about if you had to say something like this shows or this, this shows stage this stage Mm -hmm. Or last no. stage because there's st st no. so no you know there is what no the English problem. language does is they just they just go last stage last stage no no problem so no problem there no problem okay mm -hmm. uh, it's the th you know actually it's muscles in your face yes. there are very two different sounds I tell you, I tell you that we we have the thick th in in our language okay okay yeah. but it's not common for every word you know when you notice in every language there is common so letters so yeah we have tha. tha oh yeah yeah it's tha the, and tha tha and tha it's the fourth letter 
It's okay. the first letter in the alphabet, but we're not using this letter too much. Oh, it's not common in every and word, every everywhere sentence. in English. You can, you can find it rarely. So what about the, the word birthday? Birthday. Okay, no problem. So the 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 th, the th by itself, it's fine for us. But for me, the S with the TH is confusing. My tongue is like, oh my god. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> okay, well then, uh, take us home with something in Arabic. Song in Arabic? Take us home with some oh, a, take a us vocabulary home. Okay. With in Arabic. Uh, the first thing, hello, Zayak, Amil E. This is in Egyptian. Zayak. Zayak, How are you doing? Amel E. Amel E. Amel E. And this is another letter of the Arabic people they can say Ah. Ali. Oh, yes, that's my favorite. It's not Ali, it's Ali. Is it Ain? Ain. Yes. I took some Arabic classes, to be fair, just to be able to keep up with our Arabic students. Okay. Ah. Ah, 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 ah. It's from it's the deep of water. right, like a frog, right? It's like a frog. Yes, it's, it's like a frog. Ah, yeah. ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so let's yeah. let's go again. What hello, hello. How are you doing? In Egyptian, yeah. slang, Zayak Hamil E, which is everybody Zayak knows how to. I'm L E. Is everybody knows so what that. is I'm L-E? I'm L-E is how are you doing? Literally, how are you? Mm-hmm. This I'm is L-E. in the slang, Egyptian slang. And what so. is how? Uh, how are you doing? So what is the word how in I'm L-E? Or is there a word? Uh, I guess what I'm wondering, because you know, in Chinese, when you say how are you, you say something like, have you eaten yet? It's and that means how I are figured you? out now. This is the in the slang. The how it's not found. It's the how you how you act. Oh, interesting. I'm E. I'm E. e. How are you doing? How you act? Yeah. I'm E. Zayek. 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 For girls, it's Zayek. For girls, I say Zayek, not Zayek. Oh, I don't even Zayek. hear the difference. Zayek. 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 I don't hear the difference. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah, because we have Zayek. for girls and boys, yeah, for the gender, yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's We have Zayek. he and she for everything. So Zayek different than Zayek. Zayek for men or for, uh, for Zayek, boys. Zayek, Zayek. Mm-hmm. For male and Zayek for girls or for female. And then if it's a mixed group? Zayoko. And no. we have the ruler. We have the ruler as well. So we have uh, gender-wise, and if you are single or ruler. So somebody, the only person, zayek or zayek, for for a group of people is zayuku. Zayuku. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that actually changes. See, I thought zayek just meant hello, and we don't have to change it, but we do because it means something else. Zayek. Zayek for, for yeah. Yeah. What does that word actually mean? This is not in Arabic. Arabic. It's mm-hmm. just a slang, the Egyptian slang. Got we it. say Zayek. I've never heard that. Also, I learned Ahlan, and then I learned yeah, Ahlan and Kafalhaluk. Kafalhaluk. <laughs> There's one more for hello, but I can't. Marhaba. Uh, Maybe Marhaba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Zayek. So, Zayek, 
Is there anything else you would like to add before we close out the podcast? Thanks again so much for taking the time to chat with us a little bit and teach us also some similarities and differences between your experiences here and abroad. It was my pleasure meeting you actually, Inessa, and um, I enjoyed the, the, the conversation between us today and I guess we are fine. I hope I, <laughs> I gave you a, a positive brief about that. Yeah, that was super <laughs> My fun. life here and my culture, where I came from and how it changed by time. Yeah. Do you have any plans for the rest of the weekend or for this weekend? I guess it is Friday. It's just starting. And it's very hot. So yeah. I have a birthday party as well <laughs> this okay. Sunday. So yeah. Is it your birthday? No. It's uh, my neighbor's nice. birthday and they will do it in the park. So we will Great. go to the park. And are your neighbors Egyptian or, no. or Americans? No. They are uh, from India, but I'm not sure from where in India. Mm -hmm. So yeah, their kids, uh, nice. their kid uh, has his birthday on on Sunday. So and we will part, join them. What part of town are you in Portland? Are you in the southwest? I'm in northwest. Northwest. Yeah. Okay. So you're in the Beaverton area. Uh, yes, Beaverton or Hillsboro. It's something in you know. I'm still in the Portland the borders, but it's something between Hillsboro and Do you have Beaverton. a favorite store where you go shopping, like that is a, a Middle Eastern store that you recommend? Uh, I'll ask you after okay. the podcast no, uh, want, To but. be honest, uh, there, is a, there is a store called Bazaar. Oh, I know this one. Bazaar store. Uh, I'm not sure from, from where these guys... I think Iranian. I'm sorry? Iranian. I, Iran. Iran. Iranian? No, I know they are from somewhere else. See? Any, anyway, they have a very delicious uh, kebab, kofta. So the Egyptians, kofta, huh? Ah, kofta, okay. <laughs> or for Arabic people, they love kebab. Yeah. So they have a very delicious, fresh ones. So I used to buy from there, and they are very, very nice people. So. Oh, cool. Bazaar. Okay, I'm Bazaar, glad you're yeah. recommending that one, because that B, means... B, I'm... not P. Bazaar. Yes, B okay. as in beach. The, as in boy. <laughs> as in book. <laughs> Bazaar. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. So I can say, Ahla masala. No, I can say... Bye-bye. Um, we bye say bye-bye. You say bye-bye in oh, Egypt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We say right. ciao. In, um, ciao, yeah. in Bosnia. Okay, like <laughs> Italian ciao. ciao. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> we say ciao. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. bye bye. Bye. Thank you again so much, Shokran.